Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. You can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink cures folk out there. My name is Sir R, and today I'm going to talk to you guys about providing stability. And these are the things that men take pride in. And to get a further view into how a man thinks, a lot of men are raised to be providers. They're raised to be a pillar of stability and you know that means providing the house uh, taking care of bills or just doing his fair share and a little bit more um, if it's joint if it's a joint living situation um, this is how men think you know be security and and you have to have that uh, that real Martian kind of energy you know, real authoritative and, you know, a little bit of, a, of an ass as well. Uh, but I think a lot of times, um, as we're taught that, we're not taught how that translates into relationships. So I was having a conversation with a friend of mine today, and he was saying how uh, his marriage had ended. I didn't know that and it ended years ago, but... Um, he was saying how, you know, he worked a lot and he paid the bills and, you know, he was making things happen in the house, you know, making sure they were stable that way. But there were things that his wife at the time was saying that, you know, he didn't provide. And I think the part that we miss in relationships and being taught about relationships, not enough of us men are teaching other men how to function in a relationship. And I mean, look, everyone's relationship is their own. However you have to handle your business and your relationship is how you should handle it. But there are certain things that are like kind of universal. And so, as I'm saying in a man's mindset, he thinks if he provides, that that's enough. And sometimes men are bury their head and work to provide for their family, because this is the idea. This is the vision that's been playing in our head. But no one told us about how to be an emotional provider, an attention provider. And so part of being in a relationship, especially, um, you know, dealing with uh, submissives, is you have to be very emotionally intelligent. And you don't have to have this out-of-world high emotional IQ, right? Um, you just have to care. And part of it is, it, what part is my client, uh, my friend, part of the problem was he didn't understand about being an emotional provider, listening to his wife. And that, in turn, eroded their family. And this is only because he was taught uh, how to Provide. He wasn't taught that there's this other aspect of relationships that come with it. 
And we're and a lot of us are ill-equipped to deal with that. We find our way through it, but you know, uh, it can be tragic, you know, because it seems like we don't care. We've never been taught what to care about. We've never really been taught to listen to a woman. And if you don't want to listen to her, then you need to get rid of her, point blank. You should want to listen to what your woman is saying. She's very, very, very important to your household. Because if you don't have her trust, if you don't know who she is, she's raising your kids. She's helped raising your family. She's feeding you. You're feeding each other. And I need to be able to trust you. I need to be able to trust the person I'm with in that way. And the only way I can trust them is not to blindly have faith in that they're doing the right thing. I need to know their mindset. I need to know them so that I know how she provides this lane inside me that makes me want to be her man, makes me want to be a provider, makes me want to listen to her voice, makes me want to try to figure out the future, what it is that takes just a man with a little bit of caring intellectual emotional intellectualism and it's not that hard but we have to go forward teaching younger men we have to teach younger men how to function emotionally in a relationship number one is teaching them how not to be over emotional how to control themselves in times of crisis or made up crisis, whatever. You don't have to lose your mind. You don't have to yell. You don't have to get out of control and get physical. You know, there's a way that you can calmly sit and talk. But, you know, that comes easier for men that want to be men. And what I mean, men that want to be men, like you're going to say who you are. You're going to be who you are. You know, a woman not going to have to guess about what's going on with you. Like, she knows what's going on with you. She knows you. She's in tune with you because you taught her you. And a lot of men are not teaching women about who they are. Because they themselves are not comfortable with being a man or who they are in their life. Their insecurities, even though they act like they're not insecure, their insecurities come out. Especially if a man doesn't want to talk. He's insecure about a lot of things. Because men that are very secure talk. They explain. They want you to know who they are. They want you to know them. And there's a lot of men that want women. But they don't want the woman to know them. She has to know you. You know. There's always going to be an aspect of people that. You just will never know, right? I mean, it's just some things that people have thoughts about and things like that that they don't share. It may not be a bad thing, but you can never know anyone more than you know yourself. And so, but you want to try to get to know them and you want to open up a safe space for conversation, for authenticity. But you first as a man, have to come to the table with authenticity. 
that's the only way you can get it back. And so, a lot of what I'm seeing in life in general right now, people how they're relating, people are relating through social media, which is great. However, a lot of people are communicating with visuals and not necessarily words. And if they're and if they are talking with words, they might be using someone else's words. But people can be whoever they want to be online. But that same person has to show up in the real. And so for me, a lot of us need to learn how to relate one-on-one. We have to understand that what you see online and who the person is may not be the same person. More than likely, they're probably not the same person. And that's okay. But you want to try to get to know the person. And you can't fall in love. I mean, some of y'all, some people have fallen in love with what they see on a computer or on Instagram or Facebook through pictures. And, oh, he's so dreamy. He has this look. He looks like he's a dominant. And he's putting up this dominant stuff. But if he's not really talking and he's just really giving you a bunch of commands, how do you know to follow him just because he's saying he's dominant and he's giving these domineering he's saying these domineering things what makes you think you can trust him to tie you up or to do anything with to feed you to take care of you how do you know that you don't and so images are very very powerful on the mind and so I encourage a lot of people to slow down with over liking what you see. Like what you see, but love what you hear and love what you what you see as far as actions one-on-one. How does that person talk to you? How does that person treat you? Let's go back to old school stuff. Let's not fall in love with the representative because all social media has done is put the representative up front, giving the representative a voice so to say but these people still have to show up and be who they are and then that's where the moment of truth comes in but a lot of you have to stop giving these people way too much you know if I thought that every uh, Instagram model was really you know in the me uh, you know they send you these messages uh, you know I like you you know, we can date, you know, go to my blog, you know, sign in for $19.99 a month. We can c- continue the conversation there and all this. Come on, y'all. I mean, seriously, that's a game. I'm not going to go spend the money to play a game. If I want to play a game, I just go ahead and, you know, go to, go to a casino or buy a PlayStation, something like that. But I'm not going to play a game of thirst, uh, a game of playing off of um, false desires. You know, it's good to look at them and lust at them a little bit, but it's a little unrealistic to think that all of a sudden she wants to talk to me and, you know, whatever. It's a bunch of stuff going on out here to get your money. So people just have to wake up, you know, especially with these subs, all these guys getting in. I just see a lot of people for real 
I'm really not into the lifestyle. And that's cool. But I get it. You know, it's the fad. You know, women are finding new ways to date men. Men are finding new ways to have sex with women. You know, and that same game gets played out. Whether it be vanilla relationships or whether it be BDSM, whether it be polyamorous, whatever it is, when it's popular, everybody jumps in. And you know what happens? Everybody jumps in, but not everybody knows how to swim. Right? Everybody done jumped in the pool 18 feet deep, but they don't really know how to swim. They know how to stand up in that shallow water, but they really don't know how to swim in the deep waters of personal interaction and responsibility and being authentic that's a tough swim for a lot of people and so i encourage people to get in touch with who you are now you might have been raised by your mind to be very courteous and very hospitable you know and, and you would you know and give you the characteristics of being with a good wife is allegedly supposed to be right someone who caretakes for the family and cooks and all that and the emotional provider and all that. You know, women too have been indoctrinated with this kind of, you know, we've been indoctrinated with this leave it the beaver kind of family mentality. You know, they put that crap on TV and we think that that stuff is is real. We think that that's, that cookie cutout is good for all of us and it's not. A lot of, we're all individual, we're all very different and we all have very different needs. And that makes being compatible to someone long-term even more difficult because people change you know especially when you had these relationships starting out in the 20s i mean it could be a little treacherous but there's people who made it through i know couples who have been together for 20 30 years and you know it's not perfect but they've making it through and they know each other and they love each other and much as they get on each other's nerves they're not going anywhere but they still have a very loving relationship they still very much date each other, do family things and all that. The stuff is good. You know, the stuff is good, you know, because in the end, you have someone that you know, that's your confident. You know that person. You know, no matter what, no matter how much they get on your nerves, if something happens, they are there. They are there. They are there to help you. They're there to heal you. They're there to love you. And that's very, very rare. But that's something that we all can work our way into if that's what we want. But we got to cut the bullshit. We got to cut the BS of us not talking about who we are and what we truly, truly desire. And as I said before, when I meet someone, I just want to know, tell me what you want and what you need selfishly. And then in turn, I'm going to tell you what I want and what I need selfishly i need to know selfishly what you want i mean who you know anyone's list you can't expect a person to come along and hit every marker on that list but there might be things in that list that are a must right that are a must and if they don't have those if they don't have those must those those four five or however many things those two however many things it is that's a must for you <clears throat> and for me, if they don't have them, you got to keep it moving because you're going to waste your time. You're only going to find yourself being aggravated by the fact that they can't give you the thing that will keep you interested in being with them. And we need to be honest with that. You know, 
some relationships are very limited but in a limited capacity they're very they're very worthy but when you take it to somewhere else you devalue it you understand that like some relationships might only be good for sex some relationships are only good for friendship some relationships are only good to share your problems you know um but when you make it when you try to give someone a responsibility of something that you need out of a relationship and they can't give it to you you be mad at them and that's very selfish so tell me what you want and what you and what your needs are selfishly and I'll do the same for you I believe this is how you cut to the chase and get to where we're going because time is so is all we have now maybe some of y'all can waste time you know y'all can play around you know I get it when you're lonely we do a lot of crazy things when you're lonely you entertain some things that you normally wouldn't entertain because lonely is not the company you want to keep but that's just a matter of how you value yourself if you value yourself low, you'll entertain any and everyone. And that's very dangerous to your well-being mentally, physically, and spiritually. When you mess with the wrong people consistently, you tear yourself apart. You put things inside your mind. You put scars on your body that you just can never overlook. You can never heal from. Or it takes a hell of a person to dig deep to heal from them. So, we need to be conscious, very conscious of those who we choose to play with, those we choose to love, is very crucial because it's all time. And if you're wasting time with a joker, you might be missing out on a blessing. You might be missing out on somebody who can really mean a lot for your life. And so many people, men and women, find validation through others and as much as I can tell you some things to try to be different in the end we all search for connection some of us choose to put a lot more emphasis and weight and importance on that which that's your prerogative I'm not saying you're wrong I'm not saying I'm right however you want to do it however having that kind of Trust giving yourself to all these different situations, one after another after another. You have to understand you might lose a piece of you through some of these more abusive situations, especially if you're fragile emotionally or fragile with your insecurities of your body image. If you don't like yourself, if there's something you don't like about yourself and you can't help but tell a person, that's how people are. People tell you what they don't like about themselves for sure, uh, especially women. Women love to talk. They'll tell you what they don't like about themselves. And a lot of self-image issues come about. And if you're a self-image person, you might just want to stay, stay to yourself a little bit more because you're going to tell somebody that and they're going to play on that. And then you really don't become a submissive. You just become a masochist. 
for a sadist, for a sadist with no heart, for a sadist with no emotional intelligence. He's just a sadist and a savage. And that's very dangerous. And so you just have to be aware of what you're getting into. Don't pay attention to the pictures. If the words are not theirs, you still don't know. But if they're writing words, if they're doing podcasts like this, if they're sharing their thoughts, if you're talking to them on the phone or through Skype or however you communicate, if you're getting the trueness of a man or the trueness of a woman, that's great. At least you can appreciate that because there's so many people hiding behind memes. They're hiding behind pictures. They're hiding behind social media, the representative that when you meet them, sometimes it's tragic. So tamper your expectations. Always be mindful of who you're playing with. Remember, keep it safe, sane, and consensual. Safe, sane, and consensual. And remember, men, that just because you provide financially for a household doesn't mean that you're providing all the way. We have to provide emotional intelligence into our relationships. We have to breathe that life into our relationships. And if we don't, there's a great loss that can happen. And so we have to figure out a way to manage that. And we have to practice that. It's not enough to say it. We have to actually practice the things that we're not good at. And a lot of times we're not good at expressing ourselves or being ourselves. We have to practice at that. That's very hard. No one that you will meet that's themselves is being very authentic. That doesn't really come easy. Saying harsh things doesn't come easy. Telling the truth does not come easy. It's easy to lie. So you have to, at least you can respect a person that's being authentic with you. You may not like what they say or like that about them, but damn, you got to respect it because I'd rather you hurt me with the truth than kill me with dishonesty. I mean, you can just tell me what up. I'm good with it. I'm a big boy. We're going to take that, keep moving. But when you lie to me, that says something different because at no point did I ever create or set a table for that to be an option. I always set a table where authenticity should always lead. Authenticity should always be present. No jokers in the deck of these cards. No big joker, no little joker. We don't want no funny stuff. Come at me raw, come at me real, and I'll give you the same. I think that's very easy for me. But listen, I'm a Virgo. We're different. We think different. We operate different. We can compartmentalize things like that. So I get it. You know, I'm not perfect, no whatsoever, but this is how I engage people in all aspects of my life family members, clients, lovers, whatever. I'm coming straight with who I am and how I feel. I'm not very um, 
I try to be as measured as possible with my responses and how I feel. But, um, you know, no one's perfect. I don't always keep it together, but I hold it together enough that I won't fly off the handle. I won't allow my uh, emotional self or my logical self ruin a situation. Um, or take me somewhere I should not go and hurt someone. One thing for sure that anyone that's ever dated me will tell you, I've never really said things out of malice. I say things how I feel and what I see, but I never speak out of malice. When someone speaks to you with malice, I just look at that very different. And I really have a disdain for that. And that's something that in relationships that I've been in and I've had that some malicious things said uh, to me, it automatically put that person in a certain place in my life. Like there were certain doors within me that just straight closed. Straight closed. Like you can never get in there because what's behind that door is just too precious for someone who can't control themselves to be privy to. But anyway, so remember to uh, check me out on Facebook, on Instagram, on kingspace.net and Tumblr. It's Sir I-N-Q. And also before I go, we started a makeup line. My partner and I started a makeup line uh, called Dirty Writing. And it was just getting started. We have lipstick, lip gloss, mascara, a few different things. And the idea spawned from me talking about finding a good lipstick that I can write dirty words on a woman's skin. Like, I want to have a lipstick that I can use in a session to write all my dirty words on her skin, right? On my on a submissive skin. And so we talked about it, talked about it, talked about it, and then this idea comes up about dirty writing. My partner, Lisa, we uh, she's out of the Philippines. She's a... She helps me uh, run a certain page and everything that I do. She's my business partner. And uh, so we've expanded our business into Dirty Writing. And so we just decided to, why not have a cosmetic line? And um, when I was in, when I was in Toronto, she, (laughs) just like a good partner, right? Gives me homework when I'm trying to be uh, on vacation. And so she sent me a couple of places to uh, to visit, and so I went to a couple of manufacturers and talked to them. Boom, boom, boom! And this is how we've come about with our own products, and um, they're pretty good. They're really good. They're affordable. Uh, no animal testing going on. Uh, no crazy paraffin or no crazy ingredients. All this stuff is. Uh, really good really good stuff y'all and uh, a lot of my friends that I've given samples to have loved the products they say the uh, the liquid lipstick is great the women are going crazy for the plumper 
I had <laughs> I had about three of them. I started out with just three of them, and they bought them all. Uh, the one young lady tried it. My one friend tried it, and she called me back like, "Yo, my girlfriends." They put them on. They took pictures, and they like, "Look, the mother two you got, they gone." I was I'm like, "Okay." So they got those. I had to put a whole new order in for more plumper. So uh, we're excited. We're excited about growing. We're excited about 2020 coming. Uh, quickly before I go, I want to give a shout out to the Curious Girl, uh, my friend Layla. You know, she's gotten me started in all this this year. I want to say thank you to her uh, through social media. You know, you meet great personalities like her, like my partner, Lisa. And it's just really been a, a great journey so far. And, you know, just growing and letting Facebook go a little bit uh, because of the censorship and IG as well. So, you know, we're still working on the website and I started my blog. Um, I'm on Blogger. You can find the link on my IG account because uh, I'm just going to do some writing, got some raw pictures that I want to put up. You know, I'm tired of being PG. So I need a place where I can be myself and share a little bit more with you guys. But uh, I also want to give a shout out to my man Kit, who just told me he listened to the podcast and I didn't know he did. He listened to my podcast. But he was like, yo, I didn't know you was really that deep in it. And, you know, we talked and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm deep in it. And we talked about it. And one of the things I love talking to him about is just talking about being men and being family men and having kids and talking about that. And, you know, and how he treats, you know, his woman. And it's very refreshing to talk to a man as a man. Because you can learn from other men and what they do, you know, what they do that they found out to have success with they went with their woman, you know. And this is just a real solid man, very strong, six three, like two hundred fifty pounds or something. This guy is built like it's built, you know. And he's a gentle giant. He's a very well thought man. Well, thoughtful man. He uh, is just a great guy, man. And uh, we have some of the best conversations every week. Uh, we we're going to get together, and we're going to have cigars and some and some brown liquor, and we're going to do a podcast together. He said he would get on with me, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited for you guys to hear another dominant man's perspective. And I also want y'all to keep in mind that. Yeah, we say dominant, submissive, and all that. But for real, for real, we just at the bottom, at the base level, we're just men talking about what it is to be a man. And that bleeds into dominance, and it can bleed into being domineering. But a true gent, a true dom, has his domineering side and his emotional intellectual side and his spiritual side together, okay? And then that's how he that's what he brings to the table to help lead a submissive to where they want to go. And that's only based upon what he knows about her, what he's extracted from her and what her goals in life are. This is how this goes. A lot of men don't play. They're serious. And they have the emotional intelligence to lead. But you got to be able to discern between them and them jokers. 
You have to be able to discern from them and them jokers. So, thank you for listening. Peace out. Quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast. <laughs>